Good morning. This is Eileen Epps Hamilton within the Word Ministries, and I'd like to welcome you to this week's edition of Morning Reflections, where we help you begin your day with God. Today, we're going to open up a new series that is entitled The Power Behind the Word. The reason um, I'm concerned with this topic of the Word is because God's Word is the source of truth that we go to as believers, especially during this time when there is question as to where do we get our information, whether we are following the world's view or God's view where there are no absolutes, there are no rights and no wrongs. It's so important that we're connected to the right source, and that source is the Bible and through Jesus Christ. The scripture we'll use to kick off this series is, Open my eyes that I may see wondrous things from your word. It comes from Psalms 119 and 18. How do you read the Bible? I mean, do you read it intent on analyzing its meaning? I must admit, this is the lens I most often use. I invest in Bible commentaries and lexicons with great intentionality and expense to ensure that I am rightly dividing the word of truth. Though all these efforts are important in accurately interpreting scripture, The thing I always have to remember is that the power and wonder of the word is best understood when we realize its supernatural origin and source, which is God himself. Let me say that again. The most important thing for us to remember is the power and wonder of the word as we view it from this supernatural origin and source, which is God himself. Viewed from this perspective, God's word will quickly become a greater influencer and authority of our lives. The first scripture I would like to share with you comes from 2 Timothy 3.16, and it reads, All scripture is inspired by God, given by inspiration of God. In Greek, the word given the inspiration of God, means two words. The first is God breathe, theo, and nuo, to breathe. What does that mean? God, through the person of the Holy Spirit and the personality of the biblical writer, enables every letter, word, and sentence that is included in each biblical text. Through his word, God gives believers everything they need to live profitably and righteously. God's word is the authoritative source for truth, encouragement, and correction. It comes not only with meaning and purpose, but it also comes with God's absolute power. This is witness in the power of his word to convert souls and to enlighten our eyes. As it deals with converting souls, in Psalm 19.7 it reads, The law of the Lord is perfect, reviving the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. 
And in his letter to the church at Ephesus, Paul writes with regard to enlightened eyes, he prayed that they would have the eyes of their hearts enlightened, that they would know what is the hope to which God and Jesus had called them, and what were the glorious riches that belonged to each saint. The next scripture is Isaiah 55, 11, and it reads, So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish that wherewith I sent it. God's word is not simply a means of communications. It is the means. It is the means whereby God makes things happen. When God speaks, things happen. In Genesis, God spoke and it was accomplished. Darkness separated from light and the result was night and day. God said, let the lights in the firmament of the heaven and the sun and the moon came into existence. Throughout the Old and New Testament, God spoke and his word was accomplished. God has spoken to us. Through Jesus Christ, his son, the living word, who came to release us from penalty and power of sin. He came and his word was accomplished through Jesus Christ. Jesus cried from the cross, it is finished, witnessing the fact that God's living word accomplished his divine purpose. God's word is best appreciated and celebrated as we personally experience its transforming power. Upon hearing the gospel of salvation, we are instantly conformed with the power of God. We are confronted with his power. In Ephesians 1.13, it says, In him you also, when you heard the truth, the word of truth, the gospel of our salvation, you believed him and you were sealed with the Holy Spirit. It was the power of hearing that word of truth that resulted in being rescued from the kingdom of darkness and transplanted into the kingdom of love. That transplanting into the kingdom of love is action that takes place in the power of his word. The penalty of sin has been removed. Our identity is changed. We're no longer children of disobedience, but we are now joint heirs with Christ. As we grow through reading and meditating on his word, we are moment by moment being changed into the image of Christ. 2 Corinthians 3.18 states, it says, And we all with unveiled face, beholding the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into that same image. So each day we're changed. Romans 12 and 2 says, Be not conformed to this world, but transformed by the renewing of your mind. That renewing of the mind is through the reading of his word, the power in the word. As we read God's word, let us remember that the power and authority of the word is based on who is the source of it, which is God the creator 
and sustainer of heaven and earth. I close with Hebrews 4.12 that states that for the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and spirit, joint and marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. I love the live version, the New Living Version, that says, For the word that God speaks is alive and full of power. And because it's full of power, it makes it active, operative, energizing, and effective. It is sharper than any two-edged sword, penetrating and becoming the dividing line of life, our soul, and spirit, the immortal joints and marrows, which are the deepest parts of our nature, exposing and shifting and analyzing and judging the very thoughts and purposes of our hearts. That being the case, I invite you today, if you haven't, to consider accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and becoming um, involved, engaged, with reading his word, hearing him through his word. As believers, I invite you to view the word today in a new way, in a way that allows you to draw closer in your relationship to Jesus Christ and also your relationship with those around you and with other people and being of service as God would have you to be. Because behind the word is the power, and that power lies in Jesus Christ and God, our creator and sustainer. That's it for today. We thank you. We ask that you would continue to join us the next few weeks as we talk about the word, the power behind the word. Invite your friends and family to join you, and we just thank you so much with for your being with us today. We look forward to seeing you again on Morning Reflections. Thank you. Be blessed. Bye-bye.